This is The Gathering Church in Windsor, Ontario, and I'm Pastor Garth Lino. Welcome to our podcast. The very first Christmas was perfectly timed by God. It happened exactly when and where and how He wanted. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor, uh, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the entire Roman world. And that meant that everyone had to return to their own ancestral towns in order to be registered for the census. And Joseph was a descendant of King David, and King David's ancestral home was Bethlehem. And that's where he, Joseph, and Mary headed in order to be registered for this census. Uh, Of course, he took Mary with him, uh, who rode on a donkey. She was engaged to be married to Joseph, but she was now very heavy with child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born, this baby that had been conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room available for them in any other lodging there in Bethlehem. And believe it or not, even under these circumstances, the birth of Jesus was perfectly timed by God. Galatians 4.4 says, When the right time came, God sent His Son. So, at exactly the right moment in history, God sent His Son. It was the right time for Him to be born. And today is the right time for us to celebrate His birth. We celebrate Christmas, which is a recognition of the birth of our Savior and the power of the gospel to change lives. Let's pick up the story again in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, Peace to those on whom his favor rests. So the very first thing the angel said to the shepherds was, do not be afraid, fear not. (laughs) Christmas time is a good time to release your fear. And we talked about that last Sunday. Christmas time is also a good time to renew your faith. The angel said in verse 10, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. God has sent us a Savior. And the good news just of Jesus just keeps getting better because the bad news of the world keeps getting worse. The good news is that God loves you. And that God sent His only Son into the world so that you can know Him by personally trusting in Jesus and so that you can live a life of joy in the Lord. 
Christmas is a good time to come to God, to put your faith, your trust, your confidence in the Lord. Christmas is also the right time for us to renew our faith, to come back to God and uh, rekindle our faith in the Lord Jesus. It's the perfect time for that. As we jump into Luke chapter 2 and verse 10 this morning, let's ask first of all, what is the good news that the angel was bringing? What is this good news? Well, quite simply, the good news is the news that the God the Father sent His one and only Son into the world when the right time came so that everyone who believes in Him might have eternal life, receive forgiveness, and live in this vibrant living relationship with the God of the universe who created everyone and everything for His own glory. That's the good news. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And that's the good news. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 tells us that when Mary was engaged to, to Joseph, before they came together as husband and wife, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. It was a miracle from God. And verse 19 says, And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So, so friends, that's the good news also. Jesus will save his people from their sins. That's the gospel. That's the good news. Second question, who is this good news for? In other words, who are the recipients of this good news? Who, to whom is it sent? Who, who, who gets the good news? Who is it for? <laughs> well, again, back to Luke 2, verse 10. The angel said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. So, this good news is for all the people. It was spoken to the shepherds, but this good news is not just for the shepherds who were keeping watch over their flocks that night. The good news is for shepherds and accountants. The good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles. This good news is for the young and the old. This good news is for Canadians and Asians and Africans and Europeans and Australians and South Africans. It's for all the people, you see. The heart of Christianity is that God saves sinners through the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and His salvation is available to all people around the globe. The best news in all the world is that Jesus Christ died and rose again so that Jews and Gentiles could be saved, so that men and women could be saved, so that murderers and thieves and prostitutes and pedophiles and rapists and terrorists and gossipers and embezzlers can all be rescued from their path of destruction, washed in the blood, justified by grace, sanctified by the Holy Spirit, and given a place in God's all-satisfying presence forever. <laughs> This news, this good news, is for all people. 
It doesn't matter what you've done or how long you've been away from God or how far away you've wandered. This good news is for you. The good news is about a Savior who brings life to all kinds of people. The best news in all the world is that Jesus Christ was miraculously born of a virgin in Bethlehem and he lived a perfect life and he died the perfect death for us and he paid the penalty for our sin and he came out of the grave alive so that men and women who cheat on their spouses and lie to their children and rebel against everything that their parents and grandparents ever taught them, these people can be rescued from an empty way of life and be born again and forgiven and redeemed and become heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. The good news is for all people. Not everyone will believe the gospel, but everyone should be invited. We know from Scripture and we know from personal experience that not... Not everyone will trust in Jesus who hears the good news. In fact, many will not. But this good news is still for all the people, and you are one of all the people. Wherever you're listening to this message, please know that you are one of all the people. You are one of the kinds of people for whom Jesus came and for whom this gospel is intended. This good news is for you. Maybe this Christmas it's time for you to to ratify your faith in Jesus, to come to God by faith in Jesus Christ. Is there room in your heart for God to write His story? Perhaps you've been thinking about this for a while. Your friends, your family have been talking to you about Jesus. You've been listening online maybe for weeks or months Christmas time is a good time to settle these things between you and God. You know, stand up and be counted. Put your faith and your trust in God. Invite invite Him to write His story of salvation and joy and peace and forgiveness and life in your heart. You can come as you are. So please, don't put it off. Come to Jesus today. Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So you see, there, there, there is a time, there is a good time to make your faith public, to, to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And maybe a good time for that would be today, December 13th, uh, at the gathering church or in your living room, wherever you might be, Today may be the day, sitting right where you're sitting, to put your faith and your trust in Jesus. Make room in your heart today. Invite Jesus to be your Savior today. The Bible says everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So why not? Why not today? I invite you to open your heart and let God write his story of salvation on your life. So right now, right where you are, would you bow your head with me? Let's pray together, and you can invite Jesus to be your Savior. If you're ready to trust in Jesus to be your Lord and Savior right now, why don't you just close your eyes and pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, 
I need to make room in my heart for Jesus today. I confess openly that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the Son of God. He is the Savior who came to take away my sin. I call upon the name of the Lord today. Father, I ask you for the gift of eternal life as I receive Jesus and put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. I ask for your forgiveness and for the power to live a life of of joy and a life that is pleasing to you in every way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And there are some listening today who I would call uh, respectfully coasting Christians. You've been on the way for a while. You You've trusted in Jesus, you've been born again for weeks or maybe even years, but lately you've been coasting spiritually. You were drifting before COVID hit, and now it's worse than ever. Well, my dear brother, my dear sister in Christ, Christmas time is a great time. It's a perfect time to renew your faith or rekindle your faith or refresh your faith in Christ. Why not do that today? It's a perfect time for you to... to, uh, Renew your faith in the Lord. Uh, no need to wait. You can do it right now, right today, where you, where you sit, where you're listening to the message. And some of you may be asking, well, what's in it for me? What do I get from coming to Jesus today? What are the benefits of trusting in Jesus? Well, back again to Luke 2, verse 10. Fear not, the angel said. I bring you good news that will cause Great joy. (laughs) And he was right. He was right. The gospel brings joy. I mean, it changes everything, and it brings joy into the hearts and lives of people who trust in Jesus. And, 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 And that same power that brings life also gives us the power to walk in the light of his word, which brings even more joy. Oh, I remember the day. I remember the day when, by the grace of God, I was empowered and able to embrace the gospel and put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Oh, everything changed for me. And the peace and joy that flooded my heart was so real and something that I'd never, never, ever experienced up until that day. It changed me from the inside out. And that first Christmas, I remember celebrating that first Christmas. Oh my, I can't even begin to describe the the happiness and the joy that that I had over that first Christmas knowing that Jesus Christ came for me. He was born into the world for me so that I could have life and, and experience this newfound joy. One of our small groups here at the gathering recently took turns <clears throat> helping at the uh, Salvation Army Red Kettle campaign. I'm not sure the location, but they, they traded off uh, two by two and uh, manned that kettle for a full day. Uh, the Salvation Army receives some very strange things in their red kettles at Christmas time. One Salvation Army officer said recently, I, in addition to money, I've seen watch batteries and paper clips and safety pins, all sorts of strange things, but this one takes the cake, he said. The gift was a diamond engagement ring given by a widow in honor of her late husband. Apparently, she placed the diamond ring and her wedding band in one of the red kettles outside of a train station. The rings were donated along with a handwritten note honoring her late husband. 
She said, I, I have dropped my rings in your red kettle, knowing that the money from the sale of the rings will help needy children. She went on to say, in all seasons, my husband was a, a very generous man who loved Jesus, and he loved the gospel. I especially remember his joy in giving at Christmas time, and to honor his memory, I donate this ring. Well, the rings were sold just a few days later for over $21,000, at least five times the appraised value. I especially remember his joy, she said. <laughs> that joy comes from the good news of a Savior. The gospel brings joy. Livia was a 12-year-old girl uh, in an orphanage who lived in an orphanage in Romania when her life changed forever because of an Operation, Operation Christmas Child shoebox. Livia was an orphan for about 10 years. She had little food, no hygiene supplies, no feeling of love or happiness. She said, some days our food supply was so low, all we had was a piece of bread that was rock hard. We also wore the same clothes for a week. We had only one toothbrush that we had to share with hundreds of other children. Livia longed to feel love from someone. She said, I, I just wanted to feel like I exist in the world. And that all changed when Samaritan's Purse delivered shoeboxes full of personal hygiene items, school supplies, and small gifts to her orphanage in Romania. That same day, a missionary group came to help in the distribution of the shoeboxes, and Livia met a woman named Connie. Livia said, before we opened our boxes, they told us about God who sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die upon the cross because he loves us. And she said, I was, I was mesmerized by the word love. I wanted to feel love so badly. And this good news of God's love for me filled my heart with joy, she said. A few days later, Livia trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ as her Savior and two years after that, when Livia was 14 years old, Connie came back to visit the orphanage in Romania and adopted Livia as her own. The gospel brings joy. And so, I invite you to make room in your heart today for the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask God to write His story of love upon your heart. Trust in the Lord. Renew your faith. If you, if you are one of the coasting Christians listening to my message today, why not put an end to that coasting era? Come, renew your faith. Trust in the Lord. The angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Friends, it's time to renew your faith and start living in the joy that comes with the gospel. Would you pray with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, we bring our online church families before you today with all of their brokenness and all of their needs. Lord, we come. It's not only a privilege, but 
also a calling for us to pray for one another in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you in the midst of this coronavirus Christmas to inundate, saturate, liberate our people by the gospel of your grace. The good news of a Savior who brings joy must be central to everything. Oh, Lord, by the riches of of the gospel, uh, bring great fruit in our midst as as we seek to to ratify, to, to renew our faith in Jesus. Lord, may His beauty capture our hearts once again during this Christmas season. And and by the power of the gospel, Lord, please liberate our hands, our hearts, and our resources for the work of your kingdom in our city and across our nation. Father, Father God, by your grace and for your glory, revive us, transform us, free us again for your sovereign and saving purposes. On this day, we, we gladly make room in our hearts for the Lord Jesus. Come. Renew our faith. Be glorified in us. Write your story upon our hearts today. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. And please, our online church family, would you please stay with us for the next few minutes while we play this last closing song. It asks a very important question and leads us on. May the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen.